Man, listen, at the end of the day, we got to talk about shit. If you don't talk about the shit, you don't deal with the shit. You got to cope. A lot of us cope negatively, some positively. But you got to talk about it. And talking about it sometimes opens up the window to just get through it and realize you're not the only one. Thou must cope. You got that, uh, that VT Wi-Fi. You feel me? Nigga, I got that track phone, okay? No, nah, I'm playing, bro. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's jump right into it. First question, what is a whole phase? Uh, <sighs> All right. In my opinion, a whole phase is when um, a male or a woman is going out getting in touch with their sexual side or... uh you know, uh, basically just going out there having fun, you know, not taking into account the, uh, like not thinking about what their actions might bring forth, you know, just going out there acting a fool. So does it have to be sexual? Cause you'd be like in a, you know how people be talking? Cause you'd be in a talking whole phase. Oh, definitely. So like, all right, I should I should have clarified this, but I was so like just because somebody says okay, yeah, you're in a whole phase doesn't mean that you out here just you know while I have a sex. That was bad on my part. In my opinion, you could really you could text multiple people, talk to multiple people, be going on multiple dates. Mm, that's think, me. Yeah, I think whole phase is just when. And honestly, maybe we shouldn't even call it a whole phase anymore. Maybe it should just be called a you phase because it, you really only care about yourself, and that's perfectly fine. You know, you got to take some time out to get to know yourself and learn about yourself. So maybe people should stop calling it a whole phase. That's real shit. That's real shit. So, like, personally, I believe the whole phase or the you phase is vital to growth. No, that's a fact. You got to go through that shit, dog. Like, going through that whole phase will make you the best significant other ever and just make you a good person in general because you get to feel multiple people out sometimes it's physical sometimes it's mental and like i don't know man like i think that people that don't go through whole phases are often immature and i've noticed that like it'd be like bro you could tell you ain't talked to no multiple people like you you hella clingy you up motherfuckers ass you be hurt over every fucking thing you take everything personally like i might be getting on somebody's toes right now but real shit that's that's <laughs> what i've noticed like the last person that i dealt with relationship wise mm-hmm. he didn't have a whole face because he got cheated on and he just felt like everybody cheat on me and all of that insecure ass shit and he used to take everything fucking personally like i could be like damn bruh niggas always be getting their haircut he be like so something wrong with my haircut what's up with my haircut you don't like my haircut or some shit i'm like bro what the fuck are you talking about or even like he was like he didn't like me to have friends that were sexually free because he was like if they doing whole shit then you might do whole shit Uh, i don't fuck with that i don't fuck with that or having male friends because he didn't even know that women could have friends that were males that they were not in a relationship with and he just wasn't used to a lot of things that i'm like bro is you is you stupid like what the fuck is wrong with you but he ain't had that whole phase he ain't had that experience and he always wanted to be in between my ass crack like just chilling in that bit what is what is sexually what is that that's a thing what is that 
I believe sexually free is a thing. That's what I call it. To me, sexually okay. free is when you be out here fucking. <laughs> like, oh, you just be out here getting it in. Yeah, like, and for some people, it might be like a lot of times, and for some people, it's not. Or you love to have sex. That is what you do. And it might be with multiple people. Um, not saying like you having sex with like seven people a day, but you know, you do your thing and you, 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 you like sex. Yeah. yeah. No hard yeah. feelings. Some people might be repeated. Some people might not be. I see what you're saying. And yeah, I don't think there's nothing wrong with that either. But as far as to, um, you saying that, uh, you feel like a lot of people that didn't experience a whole phase or a you phase, uh, they're mature, they're uh, immature. I can, I can definitely see where you're coming from. And that actually makes sense. You might be onto something with that one. Cause when I look back at it, some of the most immature women that I've been with never got to experience that. And that's, that's crazy. That damn, I never thought about it like that. Hmm. Yeah, bro. Like I never experienced a sexual whole phase, like to put things, things into perspective, for the viewers i'm 24 and the amount of people i've had sex with can fit on one hand yeah i know that shit wild but (laughs) no that's good though that's what's up i mean i don't think it's good or bad but i don't really give a fuck but like i had a talking whole phase and a dating whole phase one in high school had multiple niggas had a nigga for everything a nigga to take me here a nigga to buy me ice cream a nigga to bring me apple juice a nigga to bring me fucking food a nigga to bring me medicine like it doesn't matter any nigga for any need i had one they all had a place and they all knew about each other and we just read this shit this it was a team and then i got to a point (laughs) you feel me like i was the coach and i was sub motherfuckers in but then it got to a point where I was like a dating hoe. Like, I remember a time, was this last year? I think this shit was last year. A time last year where I was dealing with people, two people. And the funny thing, I was not sexually active with either one of them. Mm-hmm. But they both fuck with me and I fuck with them. Now, one of them, we had an understanding. One of them, it was like he had other people he talked to. I had other people I talked to. But when we had our time, it was our time. And we really fuck with each other. But we just knew we ain't want no relationship or we want want shit at the moment. The other one, he was fresh out of a relationship. And he really wanted me to be his girl. But I really wasn't going for it. I literally would go on a date with him. Come home. Change something out of my outfit so I don't feel like I'm doing some whole shit, and then go on a date with the other nigga. So it'd be like I'm gonna go out to eat with this person, I'm gonna go to the movies and go to the museum with this person, and I was loving the fuck out of that life. Like I was just loving my singleness, but some people would consider that part part of the you or whole phase because I was talking and dating mm-hmm. more than one person. Mm-hmm. But okay. that gave me experience that I didn't get. Like I didn't get the multiple people's sexual experience but dealing with multiple niggas gave me some experience that i think i have over people that have not done that Hmm. i see what you're saying did you have a whole phase man what (laughs) what (laughs) did i listen i was listen i had a whole like couple not a phase it was like a what's this is there a word for something that's bigger than a phase you had a fucking uh, like I want to call it a season. Yeah, or a segment. You had, yeah, you had a segment. <laughs> oh, segment. Yeah. Multiple but, um, seasons. Yeah, man. And uh I think I, I think I did a little bit of it all. Like, you know, dated, yeah, sexually active, and then talking. But I think it was I think it was needed for me to be become the person I am today. Only because I know way more about myself. 
I know what I'm good at. I know what I need to work on. And quite frankly, I'm 25 and I've done more than most 20, like I've done more than a lot of people already have that are older than me, you know? So I definitely agree. The fact that I did all that, like I'm settled now and I'm good. Like I don't even, I don't even think about half the stuff I used to think about anymore. And I feel like I'm only able to do that because I went through that. What did you, did you call it a whole season? Yes. I think, I think that's, that that's the reason that was possible for me. You know, because, like, it's something about, like, I think if we sit there and we really peel back the layers on, like, having a youth phase or a whole phase, I think it's part of us getting to know ourselves, but also because we're searching for something, whether we want to admit it or not. That's that's facts. You know, like, so for me, I don't have a problem being uh, transparent. Me, I was searching for, like, love and care, but through sex. If that makes any sense. I wasn't, I was too immature and too afraid to fall in love with somebody emotionally. So I would only pursue the physical aspect of that. You see what I'm saying? And it was addicting and I liked it. And that pre, that's pretty much what drove my whole season, you know? <laughs> How long was your season? All right. So... From about 12th grade, honestly, from about 12th grade until my, honestly, damn, I'll say 12th grade until like my senior year of college, like a month or so before I graduated. So put that into the years. What year were you in 12th grade and what year did you graduate? That's about six years, man. Hold on, 12th. 12th grade, went to JUCO, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior. Yeah, six years, man. Yep, and I was wilding. But in my defense, after 12th grade, I went to an all-boy junior college. So I won't know women around for a whole year. So, you know, so that kind of probably played a little part of it. But, yeah, man, I was out here wilding. And like I said, I was like a – like, you know what a succubus is. Like, I was like an emotional, like – succubus i was sucking all the emotion out of women through sex though because that's what i needed i needed to feel loved i needed to feel cared about i needed to feel important and the only way that i could do that was through sex you see what i'm saying well that, not the only way that i could do that the only way that i chose to do that you know or the only way you knew how at the moment or there we go that's yeah thank you the only way i knew how to at the moment and so you can choose to plead the fifth but if you had to give an estimate of the amount of women you were sexually and dealing with and just dating within those six years, what would be your estimate? Oh, that's easy. I got them in a book, but I don't feel like <laughs> nah, I like facts. Like it's funny because you laugh, but I'm serious. Like I have a diary and I have every single last woman I've had sex with in my book. And my girlfriend knows about it and she knows every last name. And it's it's a quite a long list. But in those years, if I had to guess in six years, easy, I say 40-ish. Okay, that's 40-ish. not bad. That's not 40-ish. bad. 40-ish. 40, I mean, yeah. it, it may, it's probably not good to the people listening, but that's not bad because, like, I thought you was about to say something wild, like, shit, like, 97. 
Oh, now, now, if we're talking like overall body count, yeah, that's up there. But in those six years, like, like forty ish, and Pete, this, you, like, take that with a grain of salt because you got to think about one night stands. You got to think about yeah, just like one night stands. You feel me? Because that happened a lot. Like traveling to other schools, meeting people, t- turning up, leaving, you know, boom, boom, bang, I'm out of there. And then summertime, I was coming back home. I live in Greensboro. There's like a thousand colleges here. Mad women. It was just, it was just simple and it was easy. And I really didn't think much about it. And plus, it wasn't just me. Like me and anybody, any of my boys was doing the same thing. So their numbers right there were mine. So I didn't really feel like it was like a taboo thing until I tell other people about it. And they're like, oh, bro, you wild. And I'm like, nigga, what you mean I'm wild? Like, it's, you know, it's like a new girl every weekend. Yeah, it's like literally like a new girl every weekend or every Thursday, a new girl. And then Saturday, another new girl. If I like the girl from Thursday, I'll take her out Saturday. If not, I might hit her up. I might not. She might hit me up. She might not. But it was always something else, you know? Mm-hmm. So was there ever a time where, like, within the whole phase, someone wanted to take it to the next level, and you did too, but you didn't take it there? Uh, actually, yes. Uh, one of my friends, we're we're still friends now. Uh, it was a girl. She uh she was a virgin at the time, and me and her were really close. And she wanted me to take her virginity, and I told her I wouldn't do it because I didn't want to place that burden on her shoulders because I knew the kind of guy that I was. And I didn't wow. want her, like, this sound, I, it's not on no, like, cocky. Like, oh, I didn't want her to get attached or get clinky. No, it was like, you can do better than me for something this important, you know? And plus, on top of that, I didn't want to risk uh, messing up the friendship, you know? So you had a heart in it somewhere. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, man. Like, so uh, a lot of people get this notion that people that are going through a whole phase or a you phase are just heartless. That's not the case. Yeah, I'm taking my own self-interest into account, but I'm not just about to be going out here just wrecking lives. You see what I'm saying? That's not, well, not me personally, you know. I lay it out there on the table. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. And then if you choose to partake in this, then that's your fault. I'm not about to sit here and sugarcoat now. I'm going to let you know what it is and what it ain't. And if you choose to rock with me, then, hey, you made that choice. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like... With this youth phase, um, hypothetically, you have a daughter, on the mm-hmm. day, right? Yes, I do. Ah, <laughs> oh, man, I know it's coming, but go ahead, man. I'm ready for this. Will you have a problem with your daughter having a youth phase? Honestly, the father in me and the protectiveness in me is going to say yes. But the reality of it is, the reality of it is, I know it's going to happen. It happens to everybody. Even the best women that have perfect fathers and mothers, they have to go through a phase when they're finding themselves. I don't want to think about it. I'm going to do everything in my power to try to teach her and give her the tools that she needs so she doesn't feel like she has to do that. But at the end of the day, being realistic, it'll probably happen. And I'm going to be here for it, and I'm going to talk to her about it. We're going to have open conversation about it because, like I said, I just want to be able to give her the tools and the advice that she can use to protect herself from a lot of the BS that's out there. Now, I can't control what my child does. I don't want to control what my child does. And I can't sit here and act like, you know, when she's grown up, that she's some helpless, 
person because no, she'll be a strong woman. I'm just trying to arm her, you know, and get her hip to the game. So that way it'll be easier when her heart does get broken because it will, it'll be easier for her to cope with because she knew it was a possibility, you know? And I know, I don't know if people think that's harsh or not, but that's just the reality of it. You can't shield your children from things that are bound to happen. You can just expose it to them and help them through it. You know, that's just my personal belief. No, I actually agree with that. And I feel like part of the problem now is people, a lot of parents think that they can like stop some shit and it's going to happen. You just got to kind of prepare them and also yep. hope them when that time comes. I think that's the best way to go, go about it. So hypothetically speaking, if your daughter was to meet someone that was going through a you phase like you did, what mm-hmm. would your advice be to her if she was dealing with like a little you? <laughs> hey look first of all if my daughter if i find out the daughter my daughter didn't want to do this little me he gonna have to come talk to me first of all <laughs> he's really gonna have to come talk to me and then i'm gonna have to talk to her too and let her know that hey man i don't think you should mess with this boy he's still a little boy he's still trying to get to learn himself yeah in a couple of years he might be that man but right now i don't think he's good for you and i'm not going to be happy with you if you continue to mess with, him, mess with him. Now, you can do what you want, but I'm not going to agree with it, and I'm not going to be happy about it. And when your heart gets broken and you come crying to me, I'm going to sit here and console you, but just remember, I told you this is going to happen. That's, that, that's probably going to be my exact words. And yes, that's harsh, but that's just, as of right now, that's how I feel like I'll play that. Okay. How did that whole phase affect you? as far as relationships were and not like just sexual, but like if you were to have a girlfriend or someone was to be interested in you and you have feelings for them, how did that whole phase affect you? During the time? Mm-hmm. All right. So at that time, like I'm going to be completely honest. It used to, it low key used to not even low key. It would hurt my feelings when girls would be like, Oh, I heard you a hoe. It would hurt my feelings and I ain't like it. I'm like, what you mean you heard this? You see what I'm saying? Even though I knew what I was out there doing, the fact that somebody else would come and tell me that, I always used to make me feel a type of way, first of all. And then even if a girl would keep messing with me and things would progress, it's always like, dang, like, I'm not ready to commit to you. And even though you know about all I'm doing, you still want to commit to me? Why? Mm. And so... That kind of that was kind of hard for me to be like, what do like it was I'm not gonna say an insecurity or like a self-doubt thing, but it was kind of almost like you hear all this stuff about me and you still want to deal with me. Why am I so special? That used to scare me. You mm. see what I'm saying? And it took me a while to I still honestly don't know what they was thinking. <laughs> I never asked them. I really never asked them because I'm like, yo, you heard I done messed with your friend before, I done messed with your friend before, and you still really want to date me? You wanna do this? Like, are you stupid? You see what I'm saying? And that used to really, really scare me. And that used to be part of the reason why I used to just cut girls off so fast. Because when they got too close to me and I couldn't understand it, I'd be like, all right, you got to go. But you know when you be thinking they can change somebody, right? And I'm glad you said that. Stop thinking you can change that nigga because he think you stupid. Now, <laughs> now, hold on now. <laughs> Women can definitely change a man. Only if he wants wants to be woman, changed. Yeah, that's a fact. And that, that I, I don't want to say woman can change a man because a man can change a woman too. So yeah, you can change sure. somebody. You you can change somebody as long as they're willing to be changed. 
You see what I'm saying? If somebody don't want to change, they're not going to. No matter how good you think you are doing whatever it is that you think you're good at doing. If they don't want to change, you can't make them. You know? And like I said, I'm a prime example of that because there's been plenty of women that 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 me and you both know that I've dealt with that have tried to change me. They're good women too. And I just wasn't having it. I was just, nah, sorry. You know? So... And looking back on it, I do kind of feel bad about it because I'm like, I wasted their time. Even though I told them the truth and kept it 100 with them, I should, I could have cut it off earlier, you know? Yeah. But I kind of just like strung it along just because it was benefiting me for the time. And I kind of feel bad about that. But what was your other question? I'm sorry. Not to get all sappy and shit. <laughs> nah, it's cool. I mean, niggas have feelings too. So my that's other- another thing, man. Hold on, yeah, y'all be thinking, niggas. Y'all be thinking we ain't got no feelings. First of all, you feel me now, peep. I ain't no Drake. For me, I ain't about to be out here singing and telling no. But uh, for some reason, women be thinking. I don't know if it's this music we be listening to, the stuff on social media. But y'all be thinking dudes ain't got no feelings. That's part of the reason y'all be getting treated crazy because y'all don't want to tap into y'all dudes' feelings. I guarantee you if a woman will sit there and really try to ask her man how he feels and what's wrong with him, he's way less likely to do you dirty if you do that. I'm telling you. If you don't ask that man how he's feeling, he's going to be like, man, F you too, whatever, and keep it pushing. But if you have them uncomfortable conversations with your dude, I promise you he's less likely to do something. I'm just drop that little nugget right there for y'all. But anyways, what you was about to say, I'm sorry. That was a very good nugget because that's something that I felt to do in my last relationship. Well one of my last relationships or whatever. And I didn't know that I wasn't doing it. It was literally like in a woman's head, like subconsciously, a man is so strong. And so I didn't realize that I wasn't doing it. But when it was brought to my attention, I'm like, dang, bro, I really don't ever ask you if you're okay or none of that. I just assume you be good. And I'm like, wow, am I just like, insensitive like what the fuck is wrong with me and I want this nigga to check up on me but I ain't never checked up on him like yeah I used to be like you good but not like that like you're saying that uncomfortable conversation to sit down and really like tap into your feelings and really talk about some shit that really could take our relationship to a whole nother level for real I was leaving that door closed like walking past the door Mm -hmm. walk past oh but pay attention to my feelings though pay attention to my feelings but oh as for yours we'll just keep that closed I don't know yeah, yeah. yeah, and I think that uncom- those uncomfortable conversations might be the reason why I'm so happy right now. My relationship is so comfortable, like not comfortable. I don't like using that word. I like I'm gonna just say happy, and mm-hmm. why I feel like my relationship is growing really well is because my girl be asking me the most uncomfortable questions, and then she sit there and be like, "Oh nah, nigga, you gonna answer this today?" Ooh. You see what I'm saying? And I'm like, "All right, we gonna we gonna have this talk," and she's helped me grow, like on a different level. You see what I'm saying? And any dude that doesn't want his woman to help him grow on that level, then he's not mature enough to be in a real relationship anyway. In my opinion, I ain't no Dr. Phil or nothing, but that's just what what has helped me out. And I know for a fact, if I can go from being how I used to be to being how I am now, anybody can. Because, come on now. <laughs> you already know. Like, let's, come on. You feel me? No, it's 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 a major turnaround, like for real. I'm I'm so happy for you and proud of you. And that's why I gotta ask this last question. So because you are now in like a very um what was the word you used? Happy relationship. 
what steps did you have to take to transition? Because niggas think they can just be like, damn, I really fuck with this girl. I'm finna set it down. I'm gonna be the best man I can be. When it has to be a middle layer and there are some things that you have to come to the realization of to be able to have that successful relationship and not bring that you stage and you season and all of that shit into your current. Okay. Well, all right. Well, for starters, you know, like I said, I'm not Dr. Phil, so I'm not saying that what I'm going to say is going to work for you. I can only tell you and your listeners what worked for me, and maybe they could take something from that. So the very first thing I had to do was I had to let go of all the baggage tying me to my past. That was the hardest thing for me to do. When I say let it go, I had to cut off every single girl from literally that I met pre-20. 18 i had to cut them off and just push them to the darkest recesses of my mind for a while because if i didn't do that i was leaving room for them to come and mess something up you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and not only did i have to cut off those women i had to cut off some of my homies too like dudes that was out here still wilding and stuff i had to push them aside and i had to isolate myself with just me and I had to start figuring out what was wrong with me first before I even tried to bring my girl into it. And then when I did bring my girl into it, all that stuff that I pushed to the side in order to, for me to get myself right, I had to bring it out and expose it all to her at once. Now, I probably wouldn't recommend people doing this if they're afraid of rejection because my girl could have said, nigga, you wild and left me way early. You yeah. see what I'm saying? But she's a soldier and she sat there and she really helped me through it. Because I literally told her every single girl I had been with, every single thing I had done, everything. Like, literally in a matter of a couple of days, I exposed myself completely and left myself completely exposed. When you do that, though, you can either get left or you can get rewarded the way I did. She sat there. She took everything I said into consideration. And she was like, well, you ain't have to tell me none of that. And the fact that you did... Let's me know that you're serious about this. So the next steps was I had to learn <laughs> had I had to learn how to relearn myself and relearn her at the same time. If that makes sense. So like maybe not relearn myself. I had to basically build a new me because the old me brought so much BS, you know? Mm-hmm. It, it was literally like on some butterfly uh, caterpillar turning to a butterfly stuff. Like I literally had to sit here and rebuild myself and take out all the stuff that I didn't like before I got off social media for a long time because honestly, if I was waking up every day, looking at my phone, looking at strippers and all this stuff on IG, it would have clouded my judgment a lot. You see what I'm saying? And just being honest. Man, had... you so mature now. I'm so fucking proud. Dog. <laughs> proud. What? Niggas don't even know. Like, Yo, keep going, man. What the fuck? Oh uh, yeah, but I had I had to, man. I had to I had to let that stuff go because it was clouding my mind. And I'm like, well, one, I really like this girl, and two, like, yes, I love her, but this is about me too. I got to make myself better for me. So that stuff was clouding my mind. I had to stop watching certain things, you know, and that was pretty much the easy part. But it got real hard when I had to start communicating my thoughts and feelings. That probably was the hardest part for me because, you know, as a man, well, especially a black man, we really not taught to, like, you know, express ourselves. We're taught to, like, be a rock and hold everything in, you know? So 
having to teach myself how to do that was really hard. But like I said, my girl, she's a soldier. She'll literally sit there and be like, you're not telling me everything. Well, we're going to sit here and stare at each other like some idiots until you feel like talking. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And me, I'd get annoyed because I'm like, you just really going to sit here and stare at me? She's going to be like, yeah. She would not get out my face until I said something. And even though the first couple of weeks that was annoying, that really helped us progress in our relationship. And like I said the other day, like, it's to the point now, I communicate so much. She's like, bro, can you chill? <laughs> like, it's not, it don't, you don't have to give me a big lecture on why you put the cheese on the bottom shelf in the refrigerator. I don't care. You just put it there. But now I think I might communicate too much. But anyways, <laughs> getting through that communication was, was that, that was pretty hard too. And then I think one of the, another thing was I had to learn to accept the fact that just because we're in, me and her in a relationship doesn't mean that she's still not her. You know, like when you love somebody and care about somebody, you love all of them. Even the stuff that you might not agree with 100%, you love it. So like, for instance, like she's kind of sensitive, right? Mm -hmm. So because I know she's sensitive, I took it upon myself to change the way I talked, you know? Like your approach? Yeah, because, you know, I can be very blunt about stuff sometimes. So instead of using the excuse of, oh, that's just who I am and it hurting her feelings, I was like, well, maybe because I care about her, I can pull that back some. You know, and it's not that I'm changing myself for her. It's that I'm respecting who she is. And because I want to be with her, this is how I need to be. And she was the same way. She knows she's a little sensitive. So she stopped. Like, when she get upset about stuff, she'd start telling me what it was about instead of just, you know, getting upset and not talking, she'd be like, well, babe, this hurt my feelings and this is why. And then it gave me some context of the, of why she would feel a certain way about stuff. So in turn, it made it easier for me not to do that, you know? The communication piece. Very, yeah, communication very is, is, is huge, man. It's, it's huge. It's, it's not always comfortable, but... I think it's just that you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Like, I can remember... <laughs> Woo, I ain't finna go into detail, but, and I don't even know if you know this, but I'm pretty sure you do. I remember one instance in my college relationship where I did some real fucked up shit to my boyfriend at the time. And um, because of that, so we used to like stay together every night, you know, college ass shit or whatever. Head ass, same bed, whatever. I mean, that damn twin bed. Like- <laughs> At this time, we had upgraded to the full, but yeah, the, oh, twin, yeah. the twin XL, yeah, squeezing in that bit, okay? So, um, I did some real fucked up shit, showed my ass, and that night, he was fed up, and so that nigga blocked me, and he left. Um, I was under the influence, so when I woke up, I was like, where the fuck he at? What the hell? Or whatever. And I'm calling him, he ain't answering him. Calling him, he ain't answering I'm like, what the fuck? So, me being me, and being a female that I was, I'm like, I'm gonna call all his niggas. I called them, they ain't answering. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? So I start crying because I was still kind of drunk and I'm like emotional and I don't even cry, but I'm like, so this nigga could be dead and I don't even know where he at, but he was here last night or whatever. <laughs> like it was OD. And then I get on Snapchat, these niggas was in the cast, like chilling and I'm like, wow. And so at that moment I was real hurt. But to make a long story short, he unblocked me at some point and I'm like, dang, bro, like, what's up with you? And he like, nah, we need to talk about this. And I'm like, what the fuck we talking about? Now, I kind of knew what we need to talk about, but I was just like, well, I can't just say sorry. We get over it. And so um, I said, OK, well, I'm ready to talk. And he was like, no, we can talk when I'm ready because I need to cool off. And I'm like, damn, bro, like, what the hell? Although I was the one in the wrong completely. And so 
he finally came and he walked in and he I was in the bed and he like sat at the edge of the bed and just stared at me and I said what he said nigga you don't want to need to talk and I was like I'm sorry and he was just like okay and I'm like damn you're not gonna accept my apology he's like you sorry for what and I was like everything and he's like you don't even know what you're apologizing for and I was like but I'm sorry like I just I want us to be good and like at that moment I was just like damn like he right. I'm over here just like, I don't give a fuck what happened. I just wanted to be good. But we really had to address the situation. And mm-hmm. my dumb ass was not ready to do that. So you know what the fuck I did? Instead of saying what I was sorry for, I was just like, well, I'm sorry. And I started crying, like playing victim or whatever. And he was just like, nah. He was like, I'll come back when you're ready to talk. And I'm like, are you serious? You really about to leave right now? Like, are we even together anymore? And he was like, nah. Like, And I was like, no, come back. Let's talk about it. And he was like, you know the shit that happened is a result of you not communicating. And I literally was so uncomfortable because I had never really expressed my feelings and like yeah. sat down and got that shit out. And it wasn't until that day that this nigga was like, no, we finna sit right here and we will stare at each other. Like how you saying your girl did you until mm-hmm. you tell me what the hell is going on and why this shit transpired. And I was just like, damn. And part of it was hard because I was so used to suppressing my feelings. I didn't even know what my feelings were. <laughs> like, I'm over here like, damn, like, so what do I say? Um, how do I express this? And I was very uncomfortable, like very uncomfortable. But I had to learn to get comfortable with the uncomfortability because without that communication piece, nothing will work. Like, nothing. That is facts. Exactly. And, like, for all the, like, the, uh, the male listeners that you have, like, I'm going to have to say this because it took me a while to realize this too when it comes to communicating. So when you're talking to your lady or whatever, like there's going to be a lot of times you're like, man, I don't want to say this. I don't want to talk to her about this. She's going to leave or she's going to get pissed off or she's going to look at me different. I promise you, if you just communicate everything and your girl love you, she's going to be like, oh, all right, cool. Let's move forward. Because in my experience, women, if you lie to them or don't tell them everything, they're going to be pissed and they're liable to leave you. But no matter what you do, as long as you ain't, you know, do nothing wild, crazy. But even if you do something wild and crazy, if you communicate why you did it, your thought process, why you did it and tell them everything, if they love you, they're going to take it. And then y'all going to move forward. Things might be different. Things might be different for a little bit when you move forward, but at least you're still moving forward with her. I feel like a lot of the problem is guys, they don't be, they don't know how to communicate, and then they're afraid that they're going to get caught up trying to communicate. You see what I'm saying? So, no, that's, yeah. that's a fact. Like, that, that is really true. Like, coming from a female stance, I know, like, for me, there ain't nothing worse than you fucking lying or withholding some shit. Like, like bro, totally. just tell me. And it don't even matter what it is. I mean, like, of course, there are certain things that's like, okay, you fucking wild and I got to leave or whatever. But, like, if you go ahead and put it out there or if you tell her before someone else can tell her, you will be good. Because, like, it could be the stupidest shit. Like, to take it to college days or whatever. Niggas say he ain't going to the party and he in the fucking party on all the ass. I don't even got a problem that he danced with girls, but nigga told me he won't go. And now somebody tell me. Now I'm mad because I'm embarrassed because somebody told me. And then the fact that you lied to me. Well, you could have just told me and I would have been like, damn, all right, enjoy yourself. Like, and that's how shit go. Like, be real. Yeah. (laughs) 
I'm telling you, man, because like you said, take it to the college days. If I would have died going, just kept it real a lot of the time, I'd have saved myself a whole, I mean, a whole lot of trouble. But I was so daggone sneaky and just didn't want to communicate with nobody. Half the time, the girls didn't know what was going on and who to believe and who not to believe. And I wasn't talking to them either. So I kind of like brought a whole lot of trouble in my direction and a whole lot of stress for other people. So don't make no damn sense. <laughs> and that's that's terrible. That's very terrible. But we live and we learn. So I ain't mad at it. Um, to go ahead and close this out, if you could give any advice for someone who is currently still in their youth phase or trying to transition mm-hmm. out of that, what would that advice be? If my advice to that person would be, don't rush it. Have as much fun as you want while you can. And then when you're ready to move on into a relationship, you have to be ready and be prepared to let that part of you go. That would be my advice. And if you don't know, if you will be ready to let that part of you go, you really need to consider if you should even be going through a you phase or a whole phase right now, or if you should be really focusing on growing yourself. And yeah. That's facts. That's facts. Out with the old and in with the new. Big old facts. You already know, man. Shout out to the youth phase. I'm a product of it here, product of it. Everybody show you phase on. Man, I'm <laughs> you phase. I'm the you phase originated. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah, let me, Spit let me stop. Spit nah, chill out. <laughs> nah, for real. That was your brain. We came in calling it a whole phase, and there was a you phase. 